Welcome back to the Takes of the Tailgaters podcast. My name is Tom Hauser, and alongside my co-host, Nathaniel Yates. How's it going? And our other co-host, Caden Cooley. Damn it, Nate! <laughs> I still hear thing. I'm sorry. I what can't... am I supposed to say now? Well, you know, I wasn't here last week, and we did an ep- episode, so I kind of just forgot okay, what I okay, said. Okay, okay, okay. Howdy. Howdy. Yeah, there now, you go. Boom. There. Now that just sounds illegal. See, I really, I really couldn't just remember what I said. I was like, is it howdy or how's it going? I'm going to go with how's it going, but then right as I said it, I was like, oh, that's not it. You violated me. Well, we're already off to a terrible start. Uh, Nate, hit us with the topics for today. Wait, this is from Official Sports Place, by the way. Oh, since, this is presented by Official Sports Place. Since Damn. we're off to a terrible start. Since we're off to a terrible start. <laughs> Go, Nate. So, yeah, we didn't have an episode last week. Uh, we had some implications with traveling. I was out of town. But it's okay, because none of the playoff series were over at that point. So, this week, we have our NBA playoffs. Kind of a recap of what's so far, what we can expect, yada, yada, yada. Uh, we're going to talk about the fans. NBA fans have been going brazy recently. Good job, guys. And we got a movie review from our partner, Miller Theaters. The oh, Goats, yeah. go check them out. And we're going to finish up today's episode with some NHL playoffs. So getting into it, Caden, what is the best thing you saw this week? My best of this week. Um, I think every player in every league wants to do this. Um, Patty Mahomes wants to go undefeated this year. So he said this week at his Aloha golf tournament for uh, it was for his foundation, 15 of Mahomes. It was partnered with Coors Light and Bleacher Report. He sat down with, uh, oh, who was it? I don't remember now. Who was the reporter? Does anybody know? No. He sat down with somebody. I forget her <laughs> name. I apologize. He said the only record, because she asked, do you have any uh, records you want to break this season? He said the only record I have my eyes set on breaking is going 20 and 0. Man, it's going to be a shame when he plays the Colts and takes a fat L. We ruined that. The AFC, AFC Championship? championship yeah. Yeah. be unfortunate. That would be unfortunate. Go Imagine Colts. being at a status of life where they're just like, okay, so what is the next all-time record you're going to break? That status of life, none of us in this room will ever achieve. Well, that's... Okay, Bo Burnham, let's I'm calm sorry. down, buddy. I hey, best wa- podcast I know, of all time. That's what we're going to reach. I watch the special, but chill out. <laughs> You're telling me that any of us are going to get to a level where they're like, okay, so which record record are you going to break? At yeah, the podcast yeah, record, Talon. Maybe our well, own career field. That, have some, that's have some faith. That's implied. Have some, that was not implied. That was you just, not implied. You just that trashed was all of us. You said we're never going to get there. Like, damn, bro. All right, so my best thing of this week... <laughs> Um, Let me do mine because yours is a segue. Oh, yeah. Well, thank you for that, Caden. I think that's a really good mentality for Patty. Thanks, Nate. Thanks (laughs) thanks to Talon for making it depressing. Best thing I saw this week Champions League. Chelsea FC won, which is big. Um, They have have a couple Americans on the team. Christian Pulisic, absolute stud. He checked in. Love that dude. He's my favorite. Uh, So, yeah, soccer. Champions League's really lit, you know, it's not the Super League, so you guys might not care that much, but it was pretty, it was pretty good. It's not the, uh, it's not a Super League. I didn't end up watching the game, but the Champions League is just in concept a really great idea, so congrats to Chelsea for winning it. Yeah. And, like, uh, having some Americans on the team, really good for the Yeah, that actually, yeah, that is very good for So, yeah, that's the best thing I saw this week. T-Dizzle, what you got? So, I don't... Depressing thoughts. I don't really know if it's, uh... (laughs) I guess my best thing I saw this week, but definitely one of the most entertaining things. Um, so Kevin Garnett is a douchebag. Um, so it all started with everyone saw, and this will segue into the fan thing, but we'll talk about that later. Kyrie Irving proceeded, you know, in his return to Boston. Yay. Um, he just absolutely pooped on the whole city of Boston by clearly walking over to the lucky logo 
which okay and then he stomped on it and put a little emphasis too he kind of like slid it oh, off he he, he, he definitely he he pooped on it for sure it's but like if you've ever mowed your lawn before and you get some dog poop on the bottom yeah of no that, that's literally what it looked like it looked yeah. like he was scraping this shit off his like so like, anyway, oh, get this you great. Guys, I mean, base. It was, you guys are great really going. You guys are really going in on that analogy. Dude, he <laughs> went for it. But anyways, um, also, everyone's freaking out about how the, the the leprechaun named Lucky is like getting disrespect. And I was like, dude, it's a cartoon. Calm down. Um, <laughs> it's a cartoon drawing that he <laughs> so was stomping on all the time. So it's like it happens once in the NBA. Yeah, it's not like, as oh my god. Big in basketball. Anyways, Baker so, Mayfield like planted a flag in the middle so, of the field. So uh, let's not talk about it enough. Like that was so savage, right? I want that, that Baker that back. Sick. That was savage. I hope he brings that back out. Like if they win like a huge playoff game, no, Super Bowl. Don't, don't. The Browns flag. That, that will never leave Baker ever if he does that. <laughs> if he's so lit. Anyways, anyway, gone. Uh, and then so. KG, Kevin Garnett, all-time Celtics great, said, so nobody going to say anything about Kyrie's stomping Lucky, because this was in response to him getting the water ball thrown at him, and he said, so we're not going to talk about this, though, uh, and then he said, we're just going to act like we didn't see that, the F going on with a bunch of emojis. You can do that 100, that's not coup on no level. All of us need to be better, for real, for real. <laughs> I'm just saying good morning to all and have a great day. Happy Memorial Day. Okay, so I have some quick thoughts just on like the whole stomping the logo thing. Yeah, let's do it's it. It's savage. I love it. it. It's one of my favorites. I think it needs to be utilized more even. <laughs> my- hey, time out, time out. I understand it if they had treated him horrible yeah, and like traded thing. him away, but he's the one that no, treated no, no. the I, fan base and the organization terrible. I'm speaking more generally. Yeah. I like it when other, like the Kyrie situation, yes, everything you're saying, yeah, Kyrie has no reason to do that. And I see why it even adds more salt in the wound. But I actually like it in general because, like, in sports, yeah, you know, no. you don't step on your own team's logo if it's, like, no, yeah, a I, I like room. That. It's, like, a big thing. And so being, like, an away team and just, like, oh, disrespecting, Tra- I love that. Like, shit. rival traditions like that are awesome. Love that. But How yeah. are you doing it? Nah. Yeah. Yeah, it's just weird because it's, like, you literally were, like, hey, I'm going to stay with you guys. And then you left. Yeah. And then... You're stomping on the logo. They're like, what did we, what no, did no, we no. do, I, I get what you guys are saying about Kyrie, for sure. Anyways. So get into some more KG back. So yeah, so KG said all that. And was hey, like, I just want to say to KG, what a what a heavy good dude, morning. Yeah, he was just like, Memorial he literally Day. was like, dude, we're not going to talk about this. This is, what the F is going on? This is bullshit. Anyways, good morning and have, have a happy Memorial Day. So I, I don't, I don't think it's okay. on this website. I, I have it as well. Okay. Do you want me to pull it up or do you have Okay. Else? Didn't Big Baby say some a bunch of NBA people okay. respond. Well, so then this whole thing came out, and now a lot of stories are coming out about Kevin Garnett being an absolute dick on the basketball court. Yeah. It started out with Richard Richard Jefferson calling him out saying, I don't want to hear that noise. Kevin Garnett has done far more disrespectful things on the court than what Kyrie did. I don't want to hear... Oh, wait, I already read that part. I don't know whether he put it. He's crossed that line plenty of times. And so then I was curious, and, you know, I was just... You know, I was taking a deep dive in TikTok like normal, duh. And I saw this like story. And in 1999, the Timberwolves faced the Spurs in a playoff game, and Kevin Garnett told Tim Duncan, "Happy Mother's Day, motherfucker," as Tim Duncan lined up for free throws because Tim Duncan's mom passed away of breast cancer one day before Tim's 14th birthday in 1990. What a guy! Like. There's a there's a certain point between Kevin Garnett is known as one of the best trash talkers. There's trash talk, and then there's that. That I would say crosses the line by a thousand lines. 
Yeah, that's not like you're um, trash. That's, that's not literally like, oh, dude, haha, your mom's dead. Yeah, uh-huh, you're bitch. you're dead. I'm gonna lose this game. Yeah, like, like that's oh, like, dude, really got me there. Awesome. Haha, <laughs> that would you're take so me out funny. of the game a little bit. Yeah, I would be like, you know what? Just yeah, I would just walk off the court and be like, I don't know. Tim shit. Duncan didn't say a damn thing to him. Yeah, I know Tim Duncan just sat there and was like, okay, fine, and just dropped twenty five and twelve on him like it was nothing, <laughs> and then went home in his khakis and polo and then. I don't. I don't know what he does in his free time. He's like, man, I really do miss mom. Yeah, and he was just like sad about it. Yeah, I know, because he's such a nice guy. Like, yeah, especially Tim Duncan. It's like, dude, that's the nicest guy ever. The Hall of Fame together. I feel like like, pat each other on the back. I wish Tim was petty enough to do this, but like during like the Hall of Fame speeches, I wish Tim Duncan would have been like, yeah, remember that time you told me Happy Mother's Day? That was really cool of you, yeah. KG. Just call him out. Just call him out, like, on Hall of Fame day. <laughs> what if he said which time? <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. And then, okay, yeah, and then Big Baby Davis, which Big Baby Davis consistently is trying to prove why he's the most, uh, I don't know, stupid figure in sports. Um, just, like, the most irrelevant person. He said real bullshit, like, kind of agreeing with KG because they were on that huge Celtics team, and yeah. God damn it, everybody from that team in retirement is just ending pissing me off if it's from Paul Pierce or they all had to get in. They all just oh got I'm starting to hate this team so can, much. Can I just cut in real quick to say like why are we having this resurgence of every retired NBA player that feels like they're getting disrespected just feels the need to like hop in and make a comment. They've been doing that for a while, but I mean, it's yeah, it's it, just more. It is. It now. is getting bad now. Anyway, so he said real bullshit. Like, like I said, you you step on lucky again. Like it's their dog like, or I something. Didn't even know that it had a name. Yeah, I didn't either. You step on lucky and you step on everybody that played for that team. Space period. Figure out your iPhone, big baby. Keep the shit basketball before somebody get hurt in real life. Again, big That's baby. Way too hey, far. hey, dude. Again, I'm gonna sit here and criticize Kyrie for stomping in the logo because, like, hey, dude, they didn't do anything to you. But at the same time, I'm not gonna say, hey, you know what? Let's physically harm Kyrie Irving because he stepped unlucky. It's not well, your, it's not your goddamn then dog, dude. Segue. Someone did. Do someone did. Try to physically Good assault. segue. Segway. Boom. Fans. Let's talk about them. So, all right. So, you know, when Boston fan threw a water bottle. Wash or was it Washington or Philly? Washington. Washington last night, a fan tried to run on the court. And then, first of all, security, security, security guard. Dude, them. just Ray Lewis, that dude. And then Perfect form. you had the fan in New York trying to spit on, on Trey Young and missed, by the way. Dude, you suck. Also, um, another fan. Um, and then... Westbrook, know, Westbrook. Yep, it was Westbrook. Uh, it was well, in no, no. Philly. Another one happened with Emmanuel quickly. Oh, and there was a fan in Utah as well. There was like eight. Yeah, so, some, of, some fans harassed uh, John Moran's dad. Yeah. Um, also, I did see another video that fans were next to John Fans Moran. were really nice. Yeah. Some fans were really nice yeah. to John So again, dad. it's like not... We so, all okay, don't suck. I think the first thing is like, yeah, we got to acknowledge that these are bad apples. Most sports fans are awesome. Like, if you saw that Utah Jazz video where the fans were actually next to John yeah. Moran's dad, and they, they, they were like, jazz fans, they were fans who, but like, they really got along with them. Yeah, they had a couple of drinks, I think it said. Yeah. Like, they shared some stories and they like cheerfully that cheered is at awesome. each other. Like, oh, dude, yeah, we got you that time. Like, that's good stuff. Yeah, like friendly trash talk. Yeah, you're just like, odd, oh, John Morant sucks. And, you know, saying shit that's like obviously true and now, not true. And on the player's side, players should be protected 100%. That is facts. Now, I will say, do these react like do these actions kind of get a little bit carried away with like the 
things said about him. Like Russell Westbrook got some popcorn on him and literally acted like that guy killed his mom. Well, the problem with Westbrook is that he, he's always been a target for this kind of shit. He has had so many incidents. I can think of when when Denver hit, like when Jamal had a game winner on him, not more than like two years ago, and a fan like ran into him. And if this is my thing, if I'm Russell Westbrook and you come on the court, I'm decking you, bro. I don't know what you're about to do to me. I'm decking you, and you're on the ground, especially because I'm Russell Westbrook in this scenario, and I have a giant, That's a good awesome scenario. physique. I wish you were Russell Westbrook, Dude, too. like, honestly. But, like, dude, seriously, if you come on the court, I'm decking your ass, bro, and I'm not going to feel bad at all. And, well, oh let's go. We're watching the Lakers game also at the same time. Um, mm-hmm. what's, that was Andre? Uh, Andre, it won! You don't, you don't need AD. You have AD. <laughs> I was already doing it. Um, yeah, this is AD, by the way. Andre Drummond. Let's go. Um, AD is actually Andy Dalton. AD fourteen. Yeah, sure. I okay. just feel like it's just I, everybody knows the fan stuff is bad, but it's like I don't need to be told by Stephen A. Smith and Max Kellerman. Hey, fans hurting players bad. It's like yeah. everybody's very generally this aware. Is my of, hey, thing. we shouldn't attack them. This but is you my just have thing. a bunch of crazy drunk guys. It's like, yeah. look, I, I think we all we, we obviously all don't condone it. Um, if you do this, fuck you and everything you stand for. Also, media, choose one of the two. Either because they publicized the guy who got arrested, his name, I don't remember his name, but you can look it up. I'm sure we could look it up. You, like, they publicize these people's names who get arrested. Either release like any actual legal info you can and just publicly shame them, or don't talk about it. One of the two. Like, yeah, if, any more incident, if any more incidents happen, we're not going to talk about it because all we're doing is doing exactly what they fucking want. They get is attention. we're talking about them and those losers. That's all they want to do is go to an NBA basketball game and disrupt have it. A minute and, of clout and have a minute of clout. But you that's know what? I almost don't blame them because from a certain, I do from a certain. Well, that's not what I'm saying. Can I finish? From a certain point, the guy who ran onto the Wizards Philly game just ran onto the court. He's just getting clout because you know what? No one knew that dude last week, but people know him now. But you know why? Because they don't stop talking about it. Yeah. Like, so yeah. why wouldn't you do it if you're a clout chaser? Like, like we're only talking about it because it's the hugest yeah. thing in sports right now. We're done talking about this because this is all they want. These stupid fans, they don't have anything to get excited for besides. And I, sh- and I know these guys don't actually like basketball that much. These, these fans, these, they aren't real fans. Like we, we, I'm not going to, we don't have to spew about the whole, we just came out of a global pandemic. We know this. It's ridiculous behavior. And I obviously were not raised correctly. But again, my whole thing is let's stop talking about this because that's what they want. We can be done now, and we're done talking about this. this also, is a I just feel like topic. This this whole thing got blown way out of proportion. I agree. Well, the problem is, is that now you we have funds. This so, could well, in the 80s. let's get into some lighter topics. NBA playoffs, more fun topics. So, we obviously saw some series end uh, just today, right when we were filming. The Nets beat Boston five. We kind of expected, so I don't think we need to go really into this series. Uh, Jay, the one game you kind of expected the Nets to lose would be like, oh, dude, if Jason Tatum drops 50 and the role players play good. And they did. And they did. And But, like, they still only, like, won by, like, nine points. Anyway, so that series is over. See you later. Bucks Heat was probably the biggest eye-opener, I think, of the first round. You called that very well. Thank you. The last podcast. I appreciate that. Um, I, I, I really think that series came down to game one. 
like we all said it, we were like, it kind of felt like a must win game one. And it was. Yeah. Um, if you're talking about just not getting blown out, then yeah, I'd agree. But if you're talking about the Heat competing, I disagree. I meant from more of the Buck standpoint of like if they would have lost that game immediately. I think it, it'd been a really bad morale thing. Yeah, exactly. I agree with that. No. But I mean, I still think they win in like six. I yeah, no, I, yeah, I agree. I agree. With you as well, yeah. but I think it's like a mindset. If the Bucks, you know, struggle against the Heat, say they win in six or seven, that doesn't change the Bucks in my mind. Yeah, right. But coming out. In playing phenomenal defense, clamping dominating. up this well-coached team. Pure domination. With a lot of talent. The same team you just lost to. Crazy. Um, now, I think it's going to be funny because I think the Heat are going to have some big restructure this offseason. You know, we could see if this goes into like an OKC <laughs> scenario where, oh, all of a sudden you lose Russell and PG and now you're in tank mode. Or, you know, maybe does Kawhi go there? I think the clip, I think Heat fans right now are the biggest Mavs fan in the world, and it's not funny because I think the only thing that really saves the Heat is if they go out and sign Kawhi because they have the money to do it. Yeah, that's the thing with the Heat is even if they're bad, you always know that there's a chance that they can just sign somebody. Like, it's, you know, that's just kind of Heat culture right now. It's like, yeah, they can just go out and sign a superstar and then all their problems are fixed. This whole Heat narrative, honestly kind of cracks me up too because i remember they were everybody's like darling team in the bubble last year and now everybody's like dude the heat wow they just were such a fluke it's like guys they got to the finals That's yeah not a fluke okay thing. like they also want a fluke did they, they're a very good shooting team yeah and they have a lot of streaky shooters they all just went cold in the playoffs yeah you guys had, you they had like jay crowder who's a very streaky three-point Gone. shooter Goran Dragic, a very streaky three-point shooter Goran Dragic played like steph curry that year you have guys like tyler hero and duncan they're very streaky as well but then I think a lot of the I think some blame does have to go on Jimmy here. Jimmy Just, and I think a lot of it I think we're seeing the offseason come into play with the Heat. The Lakers did a way better job with that, and you're just seeing it. And I think it's a lot of like mentality. But the Heat just look gas. And Jimmy Butler, you know, being that finals, like he he works so hard. You have that iconic picture of him laying down to where I mean you're in a do or die game and he had twelve points. Yeah. And it, it was a triple double. But you had 12 points. We were having the conversation like six months ago that Jimmy Butler was a top 10 player and like, is he top 15 now? I mean, it's, it's really hard when you transition because I think it's also a little unfair in Jimmy's case because everybody kind of put him at this level when he made the finals. He like single-handedly won them two games. It was on the biggest stage. Everybody was like, man, Jimmy made it. And it's like... Those were probably just the best games of his career because I, I mean agree. he has the potential to have those, but he doesn't have the consistency to keep it up. Yes. So it's we, just it's unfortunate, but I just don't think Jimmy is in the upper echelon. No, I agree, and I think the whole the rest of his career, you've kind of seen that. Um, you know, I've been kind of harsh on Jimmy my like my entire fandom, and this kind of just confirms a lot of the thoughts I had. I really felt like the finals really changed things for me as a Jimmy hater. I'm like, wow, this guy really does play. But to be a no show in this situation. I'm sorry that that really kind of just caused me to lose a lot of the dis- a lot of the respect that he gained. Another guy that's that just really frustrated me, and I I I don't know now at this point, but before if you would ask me before the series who the best player on the Heat was, in my opinion, it was Bam Adebayo. Bam Adebayo is a depoy candidate. I know he wasn't in the final three, but he's a depoy candidate. He's tough. Five. He can guard any position. I really like his offensive game. I really like his playmaking. I wish his shooting was a little bit better, but he's still young. You can work on that. But he was an absolute non-factor in this series. I like I watched like three of the games, and I don't even remember Bam Bam Adebayo being there. They had such a game plan for Bam in that series. It's like Jimmy 
had to do everything, and I don't think Jimmy can. Like, I think the team last year was working so well because, you know, you had all the shooters and you had Bam, and they were a great tandem. But then the Bucks just completely took Bam out of the series. And then once you do that, Jimmy's just like, okay, I, what else? What, am I, what else am I supposed the, to do? It feels like the Heat, how they're built up is they have a lot of spark plugs. And if multiple spark plugs hit in one game, it's awesome. Mm-hmm. Like, you have Kendrick Nunn. Kendrick Nunn goes for 25. Bam has a great game. Jimmy has a great game. Tyler and Duncan shoot well. They seem unbeatable. But looking at this final game four where they only scored 103 points, you're like, okay, Bam actually had a good game. Jimmy fell flat. Um, Tyler Hero played okay. Kendrick Nunn had a good game. But then you look at guys like Duncan Robinson, five points. Goran Dragic, 13. It's very just underwhelming for me. This is my whole thing with, like, the Heat is I'm just not tripping because, like, okay, what did I have them at the beginning of the season? I had the Heat as the five seed. They were the six seed. And I didn't have them. I don't remember my exact playoff predictions, but I know I didn't have them making the conference finals. Like, it, it's okay. Like, I, I think the Heat did – it wasn't a fluke. Like, that obviously wasn't a fluke. But guess what? The Heat had a great run. And – I don't think anybody expected them to make any do anything crazy this season. And also, the entire season, they were one of the worst teams impacted by COVID-19. So, I don't know. It's kind of just like, did did anybody think they'd be... They were, know, also obviously, the, they were also the only playoff team with a negative net rating. That's wild. So, like, look, obviously, it's not a great thing that they got swept. I mean, they looked like ass. But at the end of the day, my opinion on the Heat doesn't really change much. And they had again, the deck stacked against them. Yeah, they really did. And again, they weren't that kind of team anyways. And like you said, they lost Jay Crowder. Uh, they lost Kelly Olenek. I'm pretty, Kelly Olenek was on the team last year, right? Yes. Yeah, so I mean, those are two really good players. And they lost them. And, you know, it's just kind of how it is. And then also, like you said, they can go out and sign Kawhi Leonard this offseason and every single thing changes. And yeah, we're like, all, okay, yeah, changes. they're the finals next year. Like, <laughs> it's, it's Miami. It... They're fine. Uh, switching to the Bucks' perspective, just real final like final thoughts on this series because we've already kind of lingered on it. Uh, I feel really good about the Bucks. I think Drew Holiday. I, 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 we really hated on the Max, and I still don't feel great about the Max. But he's showing why it he looks at a lot least better. Is like now. should be considered a Max deal. Like he's yeah, he's not he's proving people prowess. wrong, but he's he, he's locking people down, which is a if huge this team upgrade from makes Blood, the conference so. finals, and if they beat the Nets. I will take back everything I said about the Drew Holiday shit. Yeah, this is my thing with Drew Holiday is like, but if they don't win that series, then I'm sorry, it doesn't matter that Drew Holiday's there. Yeah, like obviously has a great impact, but he's a max slot that could be filled by someone else. Yeah, and if that's not good enough to beat, right now I don't think the Bucks can get any better. I just don't think this team gets any better. You know, drafting so late every year, and then they don't have they have no money. I really feel like this series, and obviously Giannis already signed his contract extension, so I'm not going to say like, "Oh, Giannis is leaving," but this series really feels do or die for me, like for the Bucks, if they are serious or not. Yep. And obviously, it kind of sucks that you guys have to play, that they have to play the Nets in the second round, but if you have three max slots, I'm sorry, you should be a contender. Yeah. You shouldn't be worried about another team if you have three max slots on your team. That's just my opinion. Moving on um, to some other series, the Hawks, Knicks. The Hawks are playing great basketball. They're just dominating. They look really, really, really good. Julius Randle, really that's they just 
just clamping the Knicks up. Double Literally, teaming him, and he just he doesn't even look like Joey Randall. Yeah, that's the thing. Is like, and it kind of sucks because there's literally nobody else out there to help him. Everybody's like, oh, Derrick Rose. And it's like, yeah, Derrick Rose is dude, fun. Literally, Derrick Rose is the only dude on the Knicks that can score. And that's right bad. That's that, that really is, bad. It's awesome. Love D Rose, but very he bad. He should for the not team. be starting playoff minutes, and that really sucks to say about D Rose. But like, Trey Young has. Uh, uh, I cannot talk right now. Trey Young has elevated his game. Has Sorry, he elevated his game, or have people just started taking notice? Well, let me look. Let me go look at some because numbers. Because I've heard people say, like, oh, you know, Trey Young has always been a good trash talker, but people are just now seeing it because of, he's become a villain in New York. So I don't know if it's one of those things where it's like, you know, Trey has always been like this, and he's always had the skill. It just hasn't necessarily been like he's had the team around him, but now he's a team around him. Well, him it's also personnel. interesting because – I honestly thought Trey would struggle this year in the playoffs because his game relies on the, I thought, relied on the whistle. He has slightly increased his game. He averaged 25 and change um, and nine and a half. And in the playoffs, he's averaging like 27 and a half and 10 assists. Like, yeah, like the. So slightly. He's, he's, I mean, there couldn't be a better start to your playoff career. Like, Trey Young is just so interesting because. Going into the league, I said, oh, he's too small. <laughs> and a lot of other people did. And then getting into the league and like you're like, okay, well, okay, now he's good, but he he'll never win in the playoffs. And like he might not be the best player on a championship team, but god damn, I mean, coming out and just dropping twenty seven and ten your your first couple games in the playoffs, that's ludicrous. That's insane. So Trey I mean, yeah, this is really more of a Trey Young series to me than a Knicks series. Like at this point the yeah. Knicks we all knew they were offensively limited and they tried really hard in the play in the NBA regular season. And in the NBA regular season, if you try, you're going to win like half your games. And if you have like one good player, there's the Knicks record. Hey, you know what? I think no matter what the Knicks won with this playoff series, not yeah. because we've already discussed, you know, the culture shift and all that. Yeah, and that's super important. Yes. But I, we, so we've discussed that like to great extent, but I think just showing playoff games in the garden, showing how yep. excited fans are, the energy in that arena, there's going to be players that want to come play for that. There's going to be people who are just attracted to that by itself. I think the free, I think the free agency market's back. I think so. And, you know, we I, talked I about this the other day. And we talked about this the other day. It doesn't seem likely, but I don't know. Let's say the Mavs pull this one out. Kawhi's not feeling the Clippers Dude, anymore. Clip, Kawhi's not feeling the Clippers anymore. He leaves. The Lakers pull this out. I Chris would, Paul leaves. I would hate Kawhi in New York, but like Kawhi's pretty like about his money. So I can definitely see it. Yeah, right. Because the the deals from Perkins. Could you let's, imagine a Chris Paul, Kawhi, and Julius Randle team? Let's save the rest of Kawhi for the Clippers talk because okay. I have some more to talk Fair about enough. Kawhi. As I well. like so we'll, that team. We will, we will move on to I, I would, another series. Just some. I don't think we have to spend a lot of time on these series. Wizards, Sixers. Who cares? Who cares? <laughs> if they win the next game, the Wizards? JoJo's kind of injured, so that's big. Yeah, so I think and it's I think, doubtful. I think JoJo's injury is more like, damn it, like, again. <laughs> like, it, it, I'm kind of like, well, JoJo, uh, if, if this postseason he has another string of injuries and they just kind of flame out, Grizzlies, then I will be mad. Grizzlies, Jazz, um... Boring. You know, tough series for the Grizzlies. They've been in every game. They're just young. <laughs> so the, close. The Jazz are a winning team, and they know how to close out They're games. They're just better. They're just better. 
But good thing, good stuff for the Grizzlies. I feel like if a Grizzlies fan, you got to feel happy about this. Yeah. I feel like if you're a Jazz fan, though, it's like kind of worrisome that the Grizzlies are like in every single game and like making it close. Yeah. And like you said, they're a young team. It's an eight seed. You guys are supposed to be the one seed. I don't know, though. It it feels a little bit more like Grizzly, the Grizzlies are just executing than like the Jazz are playing their game. They're playing great defense, you know, shooting the ball really well, lights out. Donovan Mitchell's having his games. Like It just worries me because we were having a conversation two weeks ago about the Grizzlies potentially winning the series if Donovan Mitchell didn't come back. So it's like, what limitations does this team have? That's true. And when you, we'll definitely see that next round. Moving on to our next series, Mavericks Clippers. Oh, my God. I, I, Can I just talk about this for a second? For it, man. The first two games, I sat down with Talon at B-Dubs, and I was like, we are watching like the birth of Superstar Luka, of him becoming one of the greatest players ever and i was like hey i'm buying a luca jersey and then god we're getting shit on the third game rolled around yeah no it's getting pretty brutal um 43 27 yikes oh chris paul nope not that one okay um so i was watching the third game and i was like you know what this one's going kind of rough i'm gonna hold off until at least the end of the game but i was really excited to buy this jersey then they lose and i was like okay well can't buy it right now and then the fourth game i fell asleep halfway through the third quarter it was over before halftime i just my biggest problem is and i understand it's a young team this is what happens especially when you have one superstar guy it just it's luca it's just luca out there and i would be okay with that if they hadn't won the first two games in la and on top of that they didn't have Kristaps porzingis okay the guy they traded for it's getting 30 million a year and this dude just looks like a guy who's coming off the bench he's been an absolute bum and <laughs> it just i I'm sorry. No, you ain't capping, so bro. Keep going. You're, all, you're right in all of it. it. It really frustrated me the fourth game. It really frustrated me because you could see him start to get rolling in the first quarter. And I was like, okay, that's all I need. That's all this team needs is like, just get Kristaps rolling. Both games, they come off to a hot start. And then Luca just came out. You could see he was injured. And then he started hitting some shots. And it was like, okay, so maybe there's a chance. They're only down by like 15 at this point, And then the rest of the team just can't hit anything. It's like... When Luca's on the court, they just defer to him. They are too scared to do anything else except defer to Luca. And it's embarrassing, bro. Like the Lakers, everybody that's a role player on the Lakers knows their damn place. Don't get me wrong. But Alex Caruso will take a three from time to time. Tim Hardaway is the only player outside of Luca Porzingis that will take a three. It's embarrassing. And honestly, we could talk about them trading Kristaps eventually, and I think they probably should, but that's going to be such a hard contract to trade just because his, I mean, his production was there. I thought he had been worse during the regular season than he had been, but Nate brought up his stats. He's getting, he was doing better than I thought he was. And it's just the injuries though, for me, because he only played 43 games this year. And I don't know when you've got a seven footer who has an injury history and he's already having problems and he's only 25 years old. It's just, that's going to be so hard to trade, but I don't know if you guys have any thoughts. I just have been so pissed off the last two games. I don't really have any thoughts on this series right now. I, it's kind of like a wash in my mind because like the first two games and last games are so just different. (laughs) So I have nothing to say. We will find out more tomorrow at nine. It's all going to come down to how injured, is Luca still because I thought he was going to be fine coming into this last game and it was way worse than everybody made it sound. Yeah. So that that's all it's going to depend uh, on. I'm not going to like 
overreact to my to the whole media's overreaction of like the first like look one on the whole like Lucas standpoint if even if the Mavs lose the next two games I think they're in a good spot as an organization they have they the way their cap situation is set up they could make some moves Tim yeah, Hardaway Lucas is Stone a player. Is a rookie deal. You could trade Lucas Stone as rookie deal. You they can, still have a max spot. That's the they still thing. have a max spot. Like they can, they have two pretty bad. Like I, I like Tim Hardaway Jr., but his contract's pretty, pretty, pretty it out might be there. This year, though, I believe it might be. I think and it's then a one year, eighteen. And obviously, Kristaps Porzingis, his contracts. I don't know if you're going to be. I genuinely do not know if you're going to be able to trade him. But at the same time, I still think the Mavs are in a good spot organizationally, and also from the position of like Luca. Um, yeah, Luca, like, I, I don't feel that bad for you because this is what the NBA is as a young player. <laughs> JJ Reddick's making $13 million. He hasn't even played a minute in the playoffs. Can somebody explain this to me, please? They traded Seth. How many times have I mentioned Seth Curry in the group they, chat in the last week? They let him go. They didn't trade yeah, him. they didn't trade him. Okay, well, I thought they traded him. But they let him go, though. It's just really hard because you needed a guy to come off the bench and just get you some points, and that's what they had last year. And they thought when they were getting J.J. Redick that that's what they were going to get out of him, but he's not even playing right now. So. Yeah, um, yeah, I don't know. It's just like, Luca, welcome to the NBA as a young player and as one of those generational guys. I love you. I, I think Luca could still end up being a top 10 player of all time. And I still think... The next two games go the Mavericks way, and all of a sudden we're right back to talking about what we were talking yeah, so that's about. Why I don't really want to say anything. Exactly. So, but also, I, I would like to give respect where it's due. Kawhi Leonard's playing the best offensive basketball of his career. Maybe not defensive because he's really not doing what he used to do. But God, like the guy is playing out of his mind. Um, and Paul George hasn't been bad either. So, I mean, good for them for at least putting up an effort. Yeah, I was gonna say none of like. This series, the Mavs losing has been like, it's been the Mavs' fault. The Clippers have been. Going it's been all the Mavs. The, the two first games. two games, the Mavs were shooting out of their mind, and and they, Ty Lue was having some problems with his rotations. Which, I think I think he couldn't figure out. Well, number one, he couldn't figure out to guard Luca. Which welcome to Tyron Lue coaching. Yeah, <laughs> I've watched too much of that dude coach. I think he's a great coach, but his rotations are goddamn ass. And that was the problem with Doc, too. So it's not like you're really getting... You're getting a so lot of the same was, team. What was the improvement from him to Doc? Uh, I don't Doc know. To him. They, they, like, they feel like the same coach to me. But I don't know. Anyways, this is my thing with the Clippers right now. Is, okay, let's assume... Let's just assume that the Clippers win the next two games. They beat the Mavs in the first round. Okay, what if they lose the Jazz? <laughs> it's the same freaking story. Losing the second round, never made a conference finals. All this comes back. Like, I'm not going to be okay with the Clippers, even if they make the conference finals and lose. Guess what? You have Kawhi and Paul George. This is supposed to be a championship team. I, I'm i still not going to give you a pass. And it's, they got better. It's They got better. They have, they have playoff Rondo and Tyron Lue and all of the cancers, uh, Montrose Harrell and Lou Williams, they're not on the team anymore. So, like... I don't know. Like everyone's kind of like, oh, we were so premature for shitting on the Clippers. It's like, no, we weren't. What, no. Th- this all still applies. They could lose next round or even the round after that. The only way I'm not giving them any criticism is if they make the finals. And then it's like, okay, well, you've never done that before. And even the conference finals, you've never done that. God, y'all are getting veiled. Can we? 24 and 1. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I did say we were going to lose this game. So I, didn't think it would, I didn't think it would be as bad. Pod. 
Let's let's move Yikes. to the. We I won't we won't talk about this year. So this series yet. I think we should just do like maybe like when you go. Are you, we'll figure it out. We might record yeah. this later. Yeah, I, we can just do the like Lakers a, Suns games going on. Uh, the do, Nuggets. Do we need to record later? I think we could just yeah, assume that the this Lakers point. are going to lose. Apparently. Okay, yeah. So the Lakers just lost. If you're listening to this, it's fifty to twenty. Or the Lakers half. have the craziest um, comeback of all time. I will say. Before the game, I said we were going to lose, but I didn't. You think did. It. I didn't think it. Actually, honestly, none of this has really surprised me. I like, <laughs> yeah, of course. Like, and you had, they've already lost. And, the and what, what I say, I don't know what LeBron has. I'm just going to assume that he doesn't have 46, 10, and 10, which ever, everyone was saying. Well, they only have 27 points, and he has he's seven, five, and three. I mean, honestly, True. not terrible, but like, like everyone before the Cameron game was Payne like, is the greatest player of all time, dude. Yeah, why is that? Do- okay, anyways, whatever. I you should just dance with Russ, and I was cold. But okay, but now it's the Kawhi thing. Kawhi, honestly, can you go to the Knicks? That'd be cool. I would like that. That'd be cool. Like, go to the Knicks or the Heat. I would like that no, too. No, I wouldn't like that. You wouldn't like the Heat? Oh, you no, know I don't like the Heat. I, f- I forgot you hate the Heat. Okay, well, I would be fine if we went to the Heat. And, well, yeah, and you'd be out of my conference. So especially, yeah, it's over. Go. It's over, ladies and gentlemen. But uh, stay in the West, Chuck's please. gonna say some stupid stuff. Okay, at time I can already tell. Anyways, on to the Lakers. I series. guarantee it. I'm, I'm AD's a, leaving the God, Lakers. They have two points in the last six forty. I am gonna put it out there. I think the Lakers oh. will lose. Will win the next game though. Mm, I mean, I okay, we're gonna lose. So also the Nuggets like. Trailblazers games going on eight minutes ago. Nuggets up by five. Talent. If we do like a Lakers recap afterwards, or we can just kind of. I don't know. Lance's brother just texted me and said, Lakers looking like a G, G League team right now. Bro, Suns fans are holding their head. They're so shocked. Oh, Mike. They've almost doubled the score. Wow. That is craziness. Hey, LeBron, this would be a really good time to buy a bucket. <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you guys, he's not. Like People were like, oh, LeBron's going to activate playoff mode. And I'm like, no, he's not. Didn't I say something last did, year about how like, LeBron guys, is just like. I've, I've watched LeBron this entire season. He's not the same right now. I'm not saying he can't ever get back to what he was, but right now, LeBron James is not LeBron James. And that's okay. He's 36 years old and he dealt with injury. That's that's not like it's okay. That that happens. He's so are we a, talking about this series? A, now? Yeah, we're talking we're talking about the Lakers series yeah. now. It's okay. If the Lakers lose this series, guess what? They just won a championship and they had the shortest offseason in sports history and they had to come back and they dealt with injuries all year and then played in my opinion the best or the second best team in the West. So guess what? Like I'm a Lakers fan. Would I like us to lose in the first round? No, I wouldn't. It, I'd rather LeBron's not. LeBron's first ever round one loss. But like, again, LeBum. Oh. This is almost like a Western conference finals. Though. Yeah. And like it's just and Anthony Davis didn't play. So guess what? Lakers fans can have their excuse, whatever. And there is plenty of excuses to be made. Already. Oh, would this be so funny if Phoenix lost to the Blazers in the second round? See, would, see, don't oh, like Phoenix. If y'all are gonna beat us, don't do that. Don't like if Phoenix. <laughs> go to a Chris Paul thing to do. The, go oh, to I the beat finals. LeBron, and then all oh, Trailblazers. Damn. Um, God, they have two points in the second quarter. I am very surprised that this oh, game God, is starting to become minutes. a blowout, but it's a blowout. But yeah, anyways, the one eighties that have happened in the playoffs this year. Because I remember the series was over. So was the Mavs Clippers, and now yeah. it's Anyways, over uh, the other way. What are the, what's the next series we're going to talk about? Oh, uh, that's it. That's it? So, that's, that's uh, movie, review? movie review. 
All right, so we are going to. This is a Miller Theaters sponsored review. You can see their gourmet popcorn out in front of us if you are watching on YouTube. It's so good, guys. It's I okay. Doctor Popcorn okay. is the goat. We get the exclusive, like we get the the Adam Scheffner, uh, like Schefter. Schefter. I said Scheffner. I right as I said it. <laughs> we get the like the before the scenes kind of stuff. And guys, this popcorn is amazing. And the love and effort that goes into it. Oh, perfect. He explained us the process of this popcorn. It's days. It's it insane. Takes days. It's insane. And the the rainbow flavor specifically, there is six different types of popcorn batches that go into this. My favorite personally, peanut butter chocolate. Not close in my mind. Not even close. But it's also not close in this Neither game. Neither is the sun's game. Um, but <laughs> oh my God. so what we do here is we go watch movies at Miller Theaters and review them. <laughs> Um, <laughs> yeah, crying to your Brian jersey. Um, so I was the only one that can make it this weekend, boohoo. Um, but these are going to be spoiler reviews. Just FYI, we are going to do a Quiet Place Part Two We're and losing Cruella. By Thirty points. <laughs> that was the best dunk in Suns history. Okay, I'm sorry. I it's just. Do you want me to turn? Can you this turn off? off the game? Yeah, turn for, off the game. for at yeah, least the ad okay. read. Okay. Ad read. This isn't an ad read, Talon. This is a segment. Continue. Yeah, go cry. Yes, um, all right, so I'm going to do, like I said, spoilers from here on out. I'm going to do a quick overview of A Quiet Place real quick. I'm going to go more in-depth on Quiet Place because there's more to say about it for me. Um, it picked off, picked up on right where the first one ended, so you were going straight from the story of the first one to the second one. They kind of replay the scene. That's cool. um, they did do a little prelog i guess it's called i don't know like an opening credit scene before they got to the you know quiet place logo um they kind of went into how the whole thing started so john krasinski was in that scene um it kind of went through like how his family reacted day one of like all the aliens arriving what they kind of did um because at the center of this movie it's really it's still a family movie it's about the relationships between everybody and just how they are able to survive through this whole thing because his whole family knows sign language because he has two deaf children. Um, so it was really great to see like how they were able to get past that to begin with. Um, but then, you know, like I said, it picks up where the first one left off. So now they have a way to beat the creatures. Um, basically the whole point of the movie is how to give everybody this same weapon. And they're trying to reach a radio tower to give off the radio frequency to, um, every radio. So anybody tuning in can use this. Did you say spoiler alert? Spoiler alert? I said multiple yeah. spoiler alerts. Cool. Spoiler alert. I was focused on my team losing by 30 and Devin Booker have 20 points at halftime. Okay. Um, so I will get into what I liked about this movie. I thought this was a phenomenal sequel. I think it follows the first one up perfectly. It does a great job of of I think movies sometimes can flounder as a sequel. I think that they can have a hard time living up to the first one, especially if it was so good. And I think this one is one of the rare sequels that did that. And it was phenomenal in my opinion. And like I said, at the beginning, I thought they had a great setup. They started in a really cool place because John Krasinski obviously isn't in that this movie. He died at the end of the first one for his kids, uh, sacrificing himself. This was a spoiler. <laughs> the first one came out like four years ago. Get over Dude, it. I haven't had time to watch it. Um, I've been really busy. <laughs> also, 
they kind of touched on in the first one how there wasn't anybody left, and this movie does a great job of incorporating new characters, uh, kind of widening the scope of things to show other people's experiences and how they got through this. Um, and this is a major spoiler. There's actually an island full of people at the end um, who the creatures apparently can't swim. So when they found this out, they <gasps> went on a boat to this island and they this have been able cool. to survive this whole time. I'm interested now. Um, but overall, I really did think this was a fantastic movie. The only thing I have bad written in my notes is that John Krasinski wasn't in it enough. He just wasn't. I thought it was a really bold decision to have himself killed off because he directed this movie in the first movie. Because outside of Emily Blunt, it was really him. That was what was, you know, drawing people to the theaters. But, I mean, this movie still did, I think, about $45 million at the box office, so it's not hurting. Wow. <laughs> um, yeah, it's... This, this was the, the second biggest, one? Like this one? Yeah, so this wow. was the biggest opening weekend for theaters because they raked in $80 million this weekend in 450 days. Hey. Can I get a round of applause for fucking movie theaters? Movie theaters are back, yeah. baby. They're back. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> All right, can we not choke out our guests, please? Or not our guests, our co-host. Oh, Is that what you think of me? Like you were just choking him physically. <laughs> you know that one hurt way more than when Nate <laughs> oh just did that. Oh my god! Hey, you're not a guest to me. What the fuck is going on? Okay, the so my thirty. That's what's going on. We are going to <laughs> <laughs> we're going to get to our grades now. So what we do is we grade different aspects of the movie, Your and then grades. we yes, my grades. Oh, we ain't grading it. We didn't watch it. Um, that's also facts. <laughs> um, then we create an overall grade. So I'll go through the grades real quick. We do plot, CGI, fighting, acting. Um, entertainment value and I'm actually going to change the fighting to movie style grade because yeah. this movie wasn't it's not the last couple have been action movies so yeah sense. that's what we've been focusing yeah. on um, but yeah this one was more of like a thriller it was more stressful intense um, so I'm going to start out with the plot. I'm going to give the plot I thought the first one was a 10 out of 10 I'm going to give this one a nine and a half just because I thought the first one was amazing um, CGI, this movie didn't incorporate it too much, which is really my preference, especially for these types of movies. But every moment that like the creature showed up, um, there was an ocean scene. I just thought it was incorporated really well. It all looked really solid. So I'll go ahead and give it a seven, um, movie style. I, they did things really well in this movie. I was super stressed out, okay? Whenever I watched the first one, I was expecting it to be more of a horror film, and I went into it, and I was like, this isn't what I was expecting, but it was almost scarier in a way because I just felt, you know, I was worried so much for the characters in the movie because they build it up fantastically. So I'll go ahead and give that an eight just because I think they did a great job there. Acting, um... This was kind of hard just because, you know what, I'll give him an eight. I think the acting performances were great because that's really what this movie is about. Like I mentioned, it, it's a movie about family and just trying to survive. So entertainment value, I will give it, I'll give it a nine. Um, there wasn't a moment in this movie where I was not paying attention, which I think goes a long ways to show how entertained I was and it kept me engaged and focused and it was really short. It was only an hour and a half, which I really think more movies need to do because after walking out, I was like, there was no like fat to that movie whatsoever at all. Um, there was nothing that should have been cut out that could have been cut out. I understood the story perfectly and 
I just really enjoyed it overall. So I'm going to do some quick math real quick. If somebody could like stall for me for uh, the Lakers seconds. are losing oh, my no, no, 30 no, no, points. No, no. I actually have, I have something that I was going to add in. Sorry. So now that, you know, Talon, your season's pretty much over. Yeah, my uh, Lakers seasons over. are done. Um, let's go into the lottery. There's a lot of fun lottery stuff going on. <laughs> hey, are, my we the, are we in the lottery? Over. My season's what? not over. Are we in the lottery? No. <laughs> Can we bump but, down a couple okay, spots for this, though? Can I actually like go through this real quick? Yeah, yeah. So there are three organizations, futures, that can be absolutely thrown out the window or benefited or from saved. the draft yeah. lottery. Houston Rockets. There's a 50% chance that they get their pick in the top four, but if it slides to five, the Thunder get it. That's Dang. huge. Imagine and that can if set the Thunder back get years. another pick. Minnesota only has a 20 like slightly over twenty seven percent chance to get a pick. Mm-hmm. If not, it goes to Golden State. Golden State. Ch- All right. Chicago. I have one more. Chicago. He has one more. Dude. Has about a twenty percent chance to go into the top four. Anything else, it goes to the Magic, and then finally, let's all have a prayer for the Pacers because we have about a five percent chance, slightly under it, to get into the top four. Hey, dude. The Bulls in the 08, the the Rose draft had like a 0.8 chance of getting the number one pick, and they got it. So. Well, let's go, baby. Hey. All right, Caden, let's go. This hey, has been a fun movie segment. All right, so I gave A Quiet Place at 83. I feel like that's a little low. It maybe could have been a little higher. Um, but overall, fantastic movie. If you haven't gotten the chance to see it, I would definitely get out and see it. I mean, it, it. it looks fantastic. It's it's a really great movie to watch in theaters. And I'm not saying that just because, you know, theater sponsor. But I, if you're going to go watch it somewhere, it better be Miller Theaters. Like, I will say this. Cruella, water bottle at you. Cruella, you could watch at home, <laughs> and I wouldn't be like, okay, that, that doesn't make too much sense to me. But um, now I can get into Cruella, though. So... I'm I'm not going to grade this movie, you know, just break it down. I'm just going to give it an overall grade. I'm going to give it a 79. I thought this movie did a really good job because I've heard it explained by a lot of people as Joker part two, which I think is absolutely hilarious personally. And that's what it is. It's like the PG 13 version of that. It's like how much stuff could they get away with without, you know, pushing the envelope too far and making sure this was still a kid's movie. Um, there's a reference to the, uh, you know, the fact that she likes to kill, want to kill dogs, uh, cause she makes a Dalmatian coat, but it's not actually dogs. Um, but it was more of like a fashion statement moment, um, which that was what the whole movie was really about was like empowerment and just trying to find yourself. Um, cause one thing they really took from Joker was the whole split personality thing, which I thought was an interesting decision for this movie. Um, cause she had this personality of when she was a kid, what her mom wanted her to be was Estella. And then Cruella was actually like the bad version of herself. So, you know, every time she would be like a bad kid at school or eventually when she wants to kill dogs, she became Cruella. And the, this is a major spoiler. Um, the main antagonist actually ends up being her mom, which was dude. Spoiler, dude. Why didn't you tell me? <laughs> I'm sorry. Absolute curveball for me because I was watching the movie the whole time and usually I'm pretty good at picking up on these things but even I was like, damn, okay. Um, I didn't see that coming but overall, I think the movie accomplished its goal because it was appealing to people who were seeking empowerment, um, you know, just trying to decide who they are and I thought they juggled all of that very well. Was there were there some cheesy moments that were like, okay, this is a Disney movie? Probably one hundred percent, yeah. 
That's but expected. I think Disney kind of leaned out of their comfort zone with this one, which I appreciate a lot, especially for a company that is very, very used to just appealing to families. And I'm giving it a 79 out of 100. So those are the... That's good. Yeah. It's like I said, it was a really good, good movie. I, I was on the fence about seeing it, but I think your review is going to push me over the edge. This, yeah. No, I like, really did I? No, I just like I'm spoiled like, it. I'm not serious. Like, we, I, like... Should we, should we go on a date? This was a really good do, do you want to go couple of movies for, for yeah. movie theaters. Like, this was it's a very good batch. Yeah. This was a good batch. go watch it. Did you just snap at me, dude? Yeah, I did. <laughs> you child. All right, you those were our... 30. Those were our movie reviews from Miller Theaters. I know we'd lose uh, Thank you to Miller Theaters for sponsoring this podcast uh, with the Miller's Gourmet Popcorn, Miller Theaters. Uh, they also have a festival coming up Guys, soon. Guys, there's no better popcorn that we are going to be at. We yeah. are going to be at this festival. We are going to be there. Uh, Miller Fun Fest, June 19th from 10 a.m. to 8 p.m. at Miller Theaters. Look up the address online. It's going to be a blast. You're going to have fun. Dollar movie tickets, too. So you can watch A Quiet Place for super cheap. I didn't know that. <laughs> oh, <let's go. laughs> yeah, wait, what? Dollar movie. Bro, go to go to Mono Theaters. It's the best. All right. So to wrap up the episode, I have a real quick NHL playoff summary so far. Guys, it's been an All absolute right. banger. That's our, that's our <laughs> input for the day. <laughs> it's nice talking to you guys. I love week. hockey, but I don't know nothing about it. So... so Wrap up the first round. Colorado sweeps. Vegas wins in seven. Wild, amazing. I thought the Wild had no business going up against Vegas. They they pushed it to a seven game series. Credit to the Wild. I think they have a fun future. Montreal wins against the Maple Leafs in another famous collapse by the Toronto Maple Leafs. I think the team, the city, everything's going to change because of this. Wow. I mean, just absolutely bonkers. They blew a three one lead. I heard about this. Actually. Jokers. Uh-huh. Who, who did? <laughs> I don't know, but I want to call them chokers. Uh, the Maple Leafs. Maple Leafs. Your, your and ass. they have stars. The Habs have no business winning the series, but they did. Toronto. I'm sorry if you guys. I'm, if you know any Maple Leafs fans out there, which you might not. Dude, Toronto do, fans. Kind of taking L's, man. Yeah, Left and right. They didn't have their sports teams all year. And then the one they did have. Oh, yeah. Blew a 3-1 lead. And the Raptors might not come back. For another, like for one more oh, year. You, oh, yeah, not like forever. Yeah. So anyway, uh, moving on. So yeah, Maple Leafs fans, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, guys. I, I don't know what to do. It's you not guys your have fault. a great roster on paper. Mitch Marner's a stud, but he didn't do shit in this playoff series. Speaking of not doing shit, Connor McDavid didn't really do LeBron, much, and oh, the Oilers got swept. <laughs> uh, the Islanders played the Penguins. They won four two. Boston destroyed the Washington Capitals. Carolina won a very great series against Nashville. Uh, Tampa Bay won the Battle of Florida. Love that new rivalry. Now, Tampa Bay is playing the Canes right now. They're up 2-1, so they'll probably go up 2-0. The lining legit. It's just, it is what it is. Boston and the Islanders is a really fun series. I hope the Islanders win. I can't stand Boston. Taylor Hall's a, de- a former devil. Um, won MVP with us. That I heard. Cool. I heard the Bruins were favored right now. I think they are. They won game one, but then the Islanders... One game, too. So that's been a really good There's series. Colorado flat out the embarrassed Vegas game one. Um, Guess what the score? Damn right, because it's Colorado. What? Uh, what worse than the six Lakers? 6-1? Oh, is that? 7-1. Oh, close. Damn. <laughs> game one, 7-1. Is that worse than the Lakers? And then uh, a battle of Canada. Montreal is playing Winnipeg. That'd be a fun series, too. So that's our hockey hey, roundup. I see the Blues so got swept up there. The that's... Blues did get... Colorado's legit. I think... The Stanley Cup Finals, my prediction right now, Avs versus Lightning. Give me the Avs. I think the Avs are legit. I, I picked them last year. Did we just give a little prediction? Year. 
What? We just get a little prediction. Yeah, I you like did. that. Well, we did the jerseys uh, last year, so really hope you're right, so I can. Maybe it. for the maybe for the final four, we'll do jerseys again, and I'll have you guys put some input there. But yeah, so there you go. There's some little Stanley Cup. It's just not like hockey. It's a like there's a little bit of drama in hockey, but playoffs. The only drama is how, how intense it is, really. Yeah. Like there's a bunch of fights. The intensity is great. Yeah. All the intensity for basketball is off the court, which just makes it a little more fun to talk about. When fans throw water bottles at yeah. players, that's the. But yeah, so there's our for. hockey news for the week. Seriously, Toronto. Dude, rest in peace, their fans, man. Uh, is that is that all we got? We good? Uh, I think we're good unless the Lakers make a comeback. Yeah, if the Lakers make some crazy comeback, that's fine. Don't worry about it. If the Lakers make some crazy comeback, insert Talon mega rant. Right. Oh, no, we all need to come back and talk about this after we finish swimming. I mean... Yeah. Oh, that's fair. That's fair enough. Lakers are going to lose. Lakers are going to lose. Oh, what's the score of the Nuggets game right now? It, it's a minute to go, and it's a two-point game. The, the only thing that sucks about the Lakers possibly losing the first round is the Clippers probably aren't going to lose in the first round, and I freaking hate the Clippers. Man, good thing they so. tank to avoid you guys. Anyway, we will see you guys next <laughs> yeah, week. Dude. Deuce. Deuces. Hey guys, the Lakers lost. We we kind of touched on it. It sucks. Um, and Damian Lillard had a million points and set the all-time record for threes in a playoff game. That was crazy. Um, Damian Lillard's a beast. Please get him out of Portland. That's all I have to say about that. Okay, bye. <laughs>